Welcome to the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast, the podcast that dives deep into the latest topics in the medical fitness industry. This month's guest is Brian Jones, president of the SHARE Foundation in El Dorado, Arkansas. Listen as Brian explains how the SHARE Foundation is building a healthier community. Hey, listeners, welcome to the latest edition of HealthPlex Associates' Everything Medical Wellness Podcast. Um, my name's Don Doyle, President and CEO of HealthPlex Associates, and today we have our co-host, Ryan Barr. We'll let Ryan introduce himself. Good morning, everybody. Okay, and we are um, blessed today to have Dr. Brian Jones, uh, President and CEO of the SHARE Foundation, and um as he tells us what he does, he wears a few more hats than just that. But uh, so, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your position and and stuff about the Share Foundation? I've been um, affiliated with you guys for a little bit, and it's really really cool what you guys are doing in El Dorado. Hey, thanks, Don. Hey, I'm the president and CEO of a Health Legacy Foundation. So, in 1996, the local hospital um, actually sold out half of itself to a for-profit entity and when that was done the proceeds of that sale formed the corpus of our foundation in about 2009 the other half of the hospital was sold that also came into our foundation and so our foundation grew as a result of that we are an operating foundation not a typical just foundation that grants out money so we're focused on health and wellness and as you know we have a 50 some thousand square foot fitness and aquatic center that we have a partnership with uh, HealthFlex on. And we do a number of other things in our community. Until recently, we had a hospice program, a chaplaincy program at the hospital, a teen drug prevention program. We do health-related scholarships. We granted out funds to the community that were focused on social determinants of health. And uh, just recently though, even though we sold the hospital, just recently the SHARE Foundation went together with a few other entities and purchased the hospital back. So although it's a separate 501c3, um, uh, six of the 10 board members are appointed by the SHARE Foundation of the new hospital. I'm one of those board members. And actually, Don, as you know, I serve as the president CEO of the hospital as well as the president CEO of the SHARE Foundation, although my role there is not really involved in operations. We have a president who runs the day-to-day affairs of the hospital. Cool. So, Brian, what's what's some of your background? How did you get into this, and how did you end up in El Dorado, Arkansas? Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm from the Midwest, a native Hoosier from Indianapolis originally, and I've lived a lot of different places. Uh, came here in 2017 to work with the uh, uh, Share Foundation. Actually, uh, my background is in ministry. I have a bachelor's and master's degree in religion. Was a minister for about 10 years. Then got into hospice chaplaincy and did that for a brief period of time. And then it just sort of evolved, got into healthcare administration, worked at some hospitals in Johnson City, Tennessee, southern Indiana, and also in northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area, and then moved here uh, to work for the Share Foundation. Wow. Really cool. So you so end up in Colorado, Arkansas. <laughs> So your Is typical right? path then, Brian, right? That's a typical path, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, you um you talked briefly about health work. So it's a boy built in the 80s, I think we decided, and um you know, transitioned to the Share Foundation property. So um tell our listeners how you 
you know, got affiliated with HealthPlex Associates and, you know, through the audit process and, and what you guys learned? Yeah, you know, so as we mentioned, I think earlier, the facility originally was the YWCA in town. Financially, it was struggling. And so several years ago, Cher was asked to take, take it over. And we did, and we have subsidized it uh, for a number of years. We also, at that time, spent a fair amount of money on renovating the facility at that, at that time. And, you know, it's very difficult to be an independent fitness facility in, in a rural area where you don't have benchmarks, you don't have metrics. Um, and what we were dealing with was a series of different managers who were competent, but we didn't really know what to compare them to or to compare our facility to. And so oftentimes in my role, I was dealing with a manager or a director of health works that it was sort of flavor of the month. And um, I didn't know if that was a good flavor or not. <laughs> and um, we were struggling with uh, attrition and we went through the pandemic. That was obviously a very challenging time as it was for most facilities in, in the industry. And so I said, there's got to be some entity out there that helps people like us manage a facility. Does this even exist? And so I knew that you guys had done some education pieces. And that's how I first became familiar with HealthPlex. And so I'm like, there's actually an organization out there that will partner with a facility. And so that's when we, uh, Don reached out to you all. And initially we asked for sort of an audit of our facility and tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong and how we can improve. And um, as a result of that, um, we realized that a relationship with HealthPlex would give us consistency. Instead of flavor of the month, give us consistency uh, going forward. I'm not an expert in this industry and all the different things that HealthWorks does, I can't be. And so, you know, we needed someone with industry experience who could help us run a facility and make sure that we were doing everything the way we should be doing it. And uh, that relationship has worked out very well. So, you know, moving forward, what are your what are your goals for HealthWorks? And, you know, I know you and I talk a lot about, you know, the operations and programming and perception in the community. Um, do you think with getting back into the hospital and, and more management and involvement with the hospital, are, you know, your goals sort of aligned with some programming consistent with that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of interesting, Don. We, we've been under a three-year strategic plan, and when this hospital business came up, we sort of threw away the three-year strategic. That wasn't part of the plan, and so that has just changed everything. Uh, it's changed our financial situation, too, because we took a, a big portion of our funds to help you know, pay for the hospital, and so we are vested in making sure that the hospital be successful, and so now as we're working on our next three-year plan, we're trying to align all that we do with the hospital and um and so we you know we have a drug prevention program and so uh opioid addiction is a real problem in our area as it is in many parts of the country and so how can we align that with the emergency department at the hospital with our you know we're trying to think that way as well we have a foundation that raises money for the hospital and then health works you know how can we have programming that aligns with the hospital where there's synergy between between the two so Don, I think I mentioned to you right now, we're just trying to stabilize the hospital. But in the future, as we look at metabolic programs, 
and uh, things along those lines. Uh, as we look at cardiac programs, you know, how can HealthPlex be a part of the solution? And how can we get um, people who utilize the hospital to utilize HealthWorks and, and vice versa? And so we're really looking for ways to kind of make that happen. And Holly, who's the who's the general manager, I know she and her strategic, as, she, as we're drafting this to go to our board, you know, she's already identifying areas in which we can have that alignment uh, with with the hospital. Brian, that, that is very exciting news that I'm over here shaking and salivating because that is kind of what our wheelhouse is and my wheelhouse is in particular at the club I manage in the Gulf Coast in Mississippi. You talk about synergy with the hospital and the wellness center. There are so many things we can do uh, to, to improve the synergy uh, amongst patients and employees for the hospital. Um, that is something I'm very involved with, um, with HPA and, and my club and what we do for uh, patient referrals and uh, employee uh, insurance reductions and things like that. And that's a big part of who H- what HPA does as a whole. Most of our clubs are f- affiliated with the hospitals, as you know. Um, this is a very mission-driven facility, it sounds like, with, uh, with the Share Foundation and HealthWorks. What would you say over the course of your experience in uh, with HPA, from a mission standpoint, what is your your biggest takeaway and how we fit in and, and how the hospital um, and HPA can work together moving forward from a mission standpoint? Well, you know, right now we have a, a program that actually about 300 people every month are enrolled in. It's a medical referral program. And it's for people who fit federal poverty guidelines, who can't afford to be members of our facility. And so that's the one area doctors routinely right now are making referrals to our facility. We have very generous uh, poverty threshold guidelines at the SHARE Foundation. They're like 400% of poverty. So they're very, very generous. And so we require people to attend uh, so many, uh, you know, uh, sessions at the facility a week or during a month's time to maintain that membership. So we kind of have that focus. But really right now, we've not been real good at having a true medical referral program to, to our facility. And, you know, now that we have that relationship with the hospital, it, it's building that in place so that when, you know, discharge planners and physicians at the hospital are talking about a patient who is diabetic or a patient who is obese or who has high blood pressure or is recovering from sor- some sort of orthopedic surgery, and they need maintenance continued going forward. How do we build those relationships so that they they realize that uh, HealthWorks is part of that solution for them uh, going forward? Uh, and, and that fits our I think that fits our mission. We want to be focused on health and wellness. You know, right now we collaborate with UAMS, which is our state's academic medical center, and we do some nutrition classes and some things like that. We have I know y'all are familiar. With familiar with Rocksteady Boxing, the Parkinson's program that we do, and, you know, doing those kind of things kind of fit within our, uh, you know, fit within our mission as well. Yeah, it's been really cool to work with, um, you know, Brian and his people at the SHARE Foundation because, you know, it's like, it's been a true partnership for us because they sort of, you know, looked at us and said, boy, you know, tell us, help us develop a strategic plan with HealthWorks that sort of fits the guidelines of, you know, Ryan is 100% right talking about 
there's two ways to support that. And it's through patient populations. We all know, you know, the, the goals of healthcare systems now are to keep people out of hospitals. And if our programming is conducive to, you know, taking some of the high risk populations and, you know, doing some, you know, programming that, you know, supports their lifestyle, um, that's one benefit. But the other benefit is, boy, I imagine, Brian, you're going to be, um, you know, with the hospital it has to be one of the biggest employers in the region. Is that right? Is it the number one employer in the region? Uh, it's probably right. Probably Murphy USA. Their corporate headquarters are here and we're probably neck and neck with them. Uh, we have a number of contractors, I think like dietary's contracted and mm-hmm. housekeeping's contracted, but I think there's five or 600 employees probably all together uh, at the hospital, not including those contracted folks. And so that that becomes important too, Don, you and I talked about this a little bit. I know you've done this at some of your other facilities. We right now, as we kind of get going, you know, with insurance, health insurance, we want to move towards a self-insured model moving forward after we kind of get this first year under our buckle. And so um, I think whatever ways that we can reduce costs, that will be very, very critical uh, for the success of the hospital. Absolutely. And um, boy, Ryan, do you want to share, um, you know, with Brian and the listeners what you know, you've done as far as population health efforts, because, you know, at Singing River Health System, that was, you know, yes. that as a partner, we supported their efforts to reduce some health care costs. Right. Right. And, th- and it, it is. It's two buckets. It's the patients. It's the employees. I'll start with the patients. Um, it's very uh, important to uh, develop champions within the health system, within the hospital to work with the uh, with with the wellness center management uh, to be able to strategize and build a program that's going to be very integrated and in, and in work very synergistically with uh, the hospital. Um, if the hospital has ACOs, um, being synergistic with the ACO um, goals and guidelines, so that the wellness center programming mimics what the uh, providers are giving us feedback for. So we're going to go straight to the providers and ask them what they're seeing mostly, what are uh, the what's the top 6 uh, issues that you're having with your patients and then we build programming for those issues so that the ACO goals are the same as the wellness programming to so that we're all on the same page, all moving in the same direction, okay? And making sure that the referral system is built into the hospital's electronic medical records program and that the Wellness Center administration is getting the referrals directly, and they're also in the EMR system, so that it's going straight to their computers, and they can manage the referrals on a more timely basis directly, and they can give feedback to the providers right there on the EMR system. Um, The more that we can get that going, the better off you're going to be, and the more comfortable the patients are going to feel, and the patients are going to feel more comfortable going to the Wellness Center because the providers feel more comfortable referring them. And the only way that works is building a relationship with the wellness center's administrative team um, and the providers. Um, And so developing that network, developing that communication and team approach is is where you're going to move the needle the most. And it's not difficult. It just has to be prioritized. And there needs to, what I've done in my facility here and with our hospital system is developed a small committee of individuals that were willing and able to provide the feedback we needed and the time we needed to build the system. Um, Work with the hospital's uh, information system team 
to make sure they know how to build the referral system. And we were able to, just from a um, early uh, results uh, data, we were we were averaging around 50 to 75 referrals a year from the hospital. Um, now we're getting more than that per month. Um, and, and that to me is one of the most important and mission driven features that a wellness center should have when it's affiliated with the hospital. Um, and so that's something that is very important. And then from the employee side, you know, a lot of that is still true. You're going to be referred, even if it's the patients of an employee, you're still going to refer them to the, the to the wellness center. So that's, you're getting best of both, especially if you're in a small town where you're the, where, the, where you're one of the largest employers, which is this case in, in my facility as well. Um, most of the time, almost half the time we're talking about these patients, they've worked with the health system or are retired from the health system. So you're getting kind of both of there. But being able to put together programs with the hospital's HR department and identifying champions on that side as well is extremely important and focusing on getting a large portion of the hospital staff coming into the wellness center, not just joining. You know, that's that's the big difference here. We're not talking about giving them access to the wellness center. We're talking about giving them results from the wellness center. So building programs that are going to start after they join, you know, getting them to join is not difficult. Right. You get them. It's it's the easiest part of, a, of the day. Right. It takes 10 minutes. You join the wellness center. OK, you're a member. Now what? So having those systems in place that are specific for hospital employees is is is, is key and making sure that they're actually getting healthier from their membership. So these are things that are extremely important from a medical fitness standpoint uh, and um, will be uh, moving forward at Sheriff, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I um, I want to thank Brian for his participation today. I, I know we mentioned before we have 13 managed sites, and this one has really been fun for us because it's been a little bit unique with a foundation that has some medical ties as well as some other mission-driven programming. So it gave us a chance to work with somebody that, you know, shows care and concern for their region, you know, outside of just the clinical integration or the you know, medical community. So it's been um, been fun, cool place to visit. And um, I really enjoy the time I, I spend down with Brian. And Brian, I have to, you know, we have to share with our listeners what what one of your passions is and what you've been doing across the country. I always joke that uh, I've been, my family and I, we try to visit all the baseball stadiums in the country and we're through about uh, seven or eight of them in the last handful of years. But uh, Brian, why don't you tell our listeners just something about you that I found so interesting? Yeah, uh, Don, I'm kind of a history geek. And so I like to visit presidential libraries and museums. They officially started under Herbert Hoover. And they've gone forward, of course, uh, you know, Biden's and Trump's and Obama's haven't been built yet. And everybody else in between has been. And so there's about three or four that I'm lacking. So um, um, hopefully uh, we talked about maybe going out to California sometime. I've been to Richard Nixon's, but I noticed the two facilities you have out there. It's pretty far from Ronald Reagan. So I may have to make a separate <laughs> trip for that. <laughs> Road trip. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, again, um. Brian, thank you so much for for taking the time with us. I think it's um, great for our listeners to hear how, you know, your affiliation and partnership with HBA started with, you know, an, an audit of your facility and your business and and grew into a, a management contract and a, a true partnership. And it's been, um, you know, wonderful working with you and, and really excited about, you know, the medical piece now getting integrated there. So, um, again, thank you for your time, and we appreciate you, um, you know, sharing your story with our listeners.
Thanks, Don. Thanks for listening to the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thank you.